Hello and welcome to another episode of Jay and Ross Talk Shit. I'm Ross. I'm Jay. And uh, you're probably getting this episode about a week late, but uh, we wanted to cover some of what is news in our present. Yeah. Uh, mostly, we're, well, well, for one. We're in the future, is in the past. This is a mind fuck. Yeah, yeah. We have, to, we have to think into the future and imagine what things are like by the time people are listening to this podcast. Oh, shit. As of now, it's it's November 5th, so so many things can change in the next eight days that, I don't know, could be could be a totally different world by the time this happens. Uh, it could be that uh, the Royals, you know, like, they went back in time and now they didn't win the World Series. Don't even say that, Ross. Because <laughs> that was a pretty, pretty good thing Ross, this week. Pretty yeah. fun. Yeah, uh, that was pretty fun. <laughs> Don't say that. Ross is is high on codeine and other <laughs> drugs, and I stand by that statement because of his statement. <laughs> because of my statement. Mm-hmm. It's uh, I, all right, causality. <laughs> but uh, so. So yeah, uh, that was. Uh, in case you're listening to this and you don't give a shit about baseball, uh, the Royals won the World Series, which for Kansas City is a really big deal. They hadn't won in 30 years, uh, and it's only that's the only other time they've ever won in franchise history. It's 1985. Two of four. And now, yeah, now uh, 2015. Wow. Uh, there's a. Well, well. First of all, uh, how do you watch the game? Did you? Were you? Uh, I did a buddies? whole wherever I could. Yeah, um, yeah. I even listened to a couple on the radio because I'm oh, poor. Man. So I had to. I had to go 1930 style, not the World Series, but like the ones before it. Yeah, yeah. Because you know I didn't want to spend like ten thousand dollars at a bar. Right. You got a refund on the stupid baseball MLB TV yes, where they black out your games. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> or you can watch them way late. Right. Right. You can watch them hours after they happen, or <laughs> yeah. just don't watch them, and you paid it's, for nothing. So pretty much just live in a rock for three hours. <laughs> right. You know. Because that. I mean, that might have worked back in the seventies. Like yeah. okay. Papers don't come out till the day after. <laughs> like, right. Know, shit like that. was that. before Twitter. I can't <laughs> yeah. I can't wait to watch Walking Dead for an hour without <laughs> yeah. having it spoiled. So. Right. <laughs> and so, but yeah, no, it was pretty sweet. Mm-hmm. Um, did you watch much of it? I uh, watched uh, three out of five games, I think. I okay. uh, watched the first couple, I think missed the next couple, and then saw the last one. Did you watch any of the ones before it? Um, uh, any of the, like, games leading up in yeah. the earlier series? The yeah, series yeah. yeah, yeah, we oh, watched... Okay. Uh, some of the ones against Toronto and stuff. And that's sick. Yeah. No, it was, it was a fun team. I mean, they give you a goddamn heart attack. Yeah, yeah. There's We had the most comebacks of being down by two or more runs yeah. in the in the eighth by the eighth inning. Kind it's of seven. Kind of the same strategy uh, they had last year where it was not so much about hitting home runs or getting yeah. uh, scoring early. It was more about just uh, wearing them down or the yeah. opponent down and then, like, just getting people on base and stealing the shit out of everything. <laughs> and, yeah. and it worked for him. Oh, like damn it. it, I forgot to get my crunch wrap today. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. Son of a bitch. Was today the last day? Yeah, this is like the only day. <laughs> oh, this is this is crunch wrap day. Yeah, this is crunch well, wrap shit. day. Son of a bitch. Oh, we <laughs> missed out on our Royals crunch wrap. I hate Taco Bell anyway. But, but like, free breakfast. Yeah, am it was going to be a weird, conflicting feeling. I was going to be like, th- "Thank you, Lorenzo Kane," but this is fucking awful. This <laughs> I've is, heard those things are good by really? Taco Bell standards. Oh, I, I'm kind of afraid to eat them because <laughs> uh-huh. it's Taco Bell. So yeah. what if I love it and then I'll eat then, Taco Bell all the time? Yeah, then you uh, know? 
It'll be like that episode of It's Always Sunny where they think they eat human meat and they think they got the hunger. <laughs> right, right. You know what I mean? It, the ambivalence will just tear you apart. I know. You won't know how to handle I'll it. I'll be like, I can't go back to Taco Bell, Ross. It's bad. <laughs> You've moved on. and it, Yeah. It's awful. Well, maybe it maybe it's a blessing in disguise then okay. that you missed out on AM, <laughs> Royals AIM. Yeah, contract. but I'm really poor right now. So, like, I needed... <laughs> Still would have been needed, nice. Yeah, I needed some free calories. <laughs> I needed some... Like, yeah, six ninety nine pizzas can't do all the time. I know, right? <laughs> But uh, yeah. So then I do something even healthier, Taco Bell. Yeah, yeah. You've gotta you gotta switch up your like system killing <laughs> diet every once in a while. But, uh, so it was, I thought it was a really fun game to watch because one like it lasted. It was twelfth inning, right? Yeah. Yeah. And, uh, I was drinking the whole time out of sadness. <laughs> you were worried. You said I you was, thought they were gonna lose. I thought we were gonna lose, man. I didn't think we. I didn't think. I mean, I had the Royals in six from the start, mm-hmm. so it just like just made, and I called the last one right. I had, mm-hmm. had Royals in six um, for the Toronto one too. Mm-hmm. That ended up coming true because yeah. Wade Davis is a bad motherfucker, uh-huh. and, um, <laughs> and so I was just like, and Harvey was pitching his dick off. He was he was we, awesome. We and had then four hits, four hit, four singles. And gives it's a shit. Really, his fault that. Uh, he, he blew it at the end. That he insisted on being in there, couldn't couldn't yeah. work it. Uh, Royals scored, took him out. Right, and, and that's uh, what brought us into overtime. Royals got the tying run on a fucking a blooper, the shittiest hit I've ever seen in my life. <laughs> but it worked. Like a guy with one arm could have hit that better than Salvador Perez hit, and yeah. it worked. And then the go ahead run was some dude. That was getting pretzels and towels for everybody. <laughs> <laughs> well, and Hosmer's like stealing home. Yeah, was like crazy. Yeah, like, like it shouldn't have worked. No, like it he just have. ran in. He dove. But like they should have gotten it to home plate well before that, but the catcher didn't turn in time. No, it was a, it was the first base. The throw was off. Yeah, so yeah. He had to like he had to come back for it. Mm. Yeah, if you would have put it on the money, you'd been gunned by a mile. Yeah. But we've been over. But like I was saying, like the Harvey shit, that almost it's it almost just makes sense that ego, yeah, yeah. lost because like we were not like an ego team. Like there's not no at all. there's no superstar left, right? <laughs> that's what, oh, we uh, ironically we traded him for Alcides Escobar and Lorenzo Cain. Yeah. So boom, suck it, Milwaukee. <laughs> it's it's <laughs> funny, uh, Reba. Reba's got coworkers who, like, most of them don't like the Royals or they want the Mets to win. And, mm-hmm. and some of them are Dodgers fans, and, you know, Granky's with the Dodgers now. So they all talk about how, like, well, Granky didn't want to leave. They traded him, and Granky's awesome. Uh, and he also has some personal issues he was going through at the time. Oh, don't even it's, talk it's about like, the Shut per- the like, fuck up. <laughs> go fuck yourself. Oh, he had emotional distress. Yeah. Oh, wow. He asked to be traded. Yeah, he made $3 million a year. I can't really feel too <laughs> bad for him. Yep. Like, shut up to pitch a ball. Oh, yeah, and like, okay. Okay, so... He want like you guys traded like what were you in Kansas City? Shut your mouth! Right, right. they're like <laughs> he didn't want to go. It's like no, his teammate said that he insisted on going. That the coach said he, he insisted bitched, on going. He bitched the whole time he was with us because yeah. he didn't want to be on a team that didn't win the World Series. Right, that's why he went Which to the Dodgers. Fantastic! <laughs> it's so great. Three hundred million dollars barely made the playoffs. Yep. 
Awesome. <laughs> Suck it, L.A. I hate you. <laughs> While we're here. I hate you. Yeah. Oh, the like, Doyers. Uh, Fuck the Doyers. You know what? Like, I... Oh, God. If the Royals... last time I went to a Doyers game... Uh, <laughs> that, that's the what the Cholos call it, by the way, just so everybody... The Doyers. Yeah, they call them the Doyers. Oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> and, and last time I went to that shit, the, I forget, they were... Trying to clinch for a playoff spot, but didn't uh-huh. that day. They ended up doing it, like, in a later game. But then somebody, like, mentioned, like, they were like, oh, because I was, like, rooting against them because I fucking hate the Dodgers. Yeah. <laughs> and, like, and they're like, well, who's your team? And I was like, Kansas City. And they're like, oh, oh yeah. And then it was, like, 2011, so we suck. Yeah, yeah. And I was, I was like, like, uh-huh. like, yeah, it's fair. He's like, oh, you guys are never going to win one. Now, to that random stranger that I have no idea, and if I even saw him on the sidewalk, I wouldn't know who he is. Suck it. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, yeah. Like, you know, I would have been, if the Royals hadn't gotten good, I would have been fine. I would have been happy to see a a team close to me winning and doing all right. Dodgers, Angels, I don't care. Fuck them. That's cool. But, but like, I'd much rather see the Royals. Like, and, and like, both of them. No, you don't want to see. I hate when any of the teams win because that means traffic sucks. There's a fucking riot. I might get shot. (laughs) Like, I'm good. Fuck all LA teams. I I will say the Angels fans, like, we were, we, Reba and I went to a couple games to see them play the Royals last year. Oh, yeah. And, and, like, leading into the series then. They were all super nice, super okay. friendly people, and very cool about it, even though we're wearing our royal stuff. They're like, "Oh, well, uh, you know, good luck to you guys. You guys have a they're a good they're a good team." But it was kind of in the way that people say, right. "Like, we oh, have, go get them, slugger!" Right. Like they don't really. We have Mike gonna... Trout. We have Mike Trout. So you guys don't have a chance. Right. He went and one for sixteen in that series. By the way, suck a dick. <laughs> they're, uh, they're, their attitude changed a little bit yeah. once we won that second time, and like they were all bitter and what. But like <laughs> they were still not like total dicks about it. Oh yeah, you gotta remember they could be in LA. They live in Orange County, right. so they have good lives. <laughs> right. The people in Dodger Stadium life suck. <laughs> yeah, it's fucking terrible. They paid money that they shouldn't have spent. <laughs> not to be at there. all. <laughs> but yeah. that's why they beat the shit out of their the opposite team's fans. Right. Let's yeah. be honest. Yeah. Yeah. I live by Dodger Stadium. It's a shithole around there. <laughs> it sucks. Yeah. Yeah, I, I imagine that. <laughs> but but yeah. Either way, this was really cool. Like I'm I'm only, you know, like I catch games every once in a while, but very rarely. Like yeah. I I really only tune in when a team I like it's like doing this well. Well, it's like, good cuz I I've, I've decided just to, for the sake of blood pressure, I'm getting older <laughs> that uh I'm not going to be worried about KU or Kansas oh, City wow. anymore uh-huh. because I've already seen a championship. Yeah, there. you've seen a KU basketball championship. You've yeah. seen the football team win a bowl or an Orange Bowl same year as we got the championship for in basketball. Sure. For and sure. uh, well, you see, because like because KU basketball I like a lot more. I mean, not yeah, not because they're good, but because we have the Chiefs. Like if I had an NBA team. <laughs> I might because I'm more professional sports right. than I am college sports, with the exception of basketball. Yeah, basketball. So I don't know. Actually, college. now that I fucking think about, it, I don't know. Yeah, because college sports is or college basketball is the only one that I like over professional. Yeah, like college baseball, boring shit. Like yeah, college football, I'm not a, I'm not as big a fan as I am of NFL football. Yeah. So 
So I don't know. I don't know if we ever got an NBA team. Same sense, Like, would I give a shit? I don't know. Yeah. Because, I, I mean, we have a soccer team, but I could give a rat's ass. They're good now. I though. know, they're good. in KC. I'm like, woo, yeah. <laughs> good for this. fucking soccer. Yeah, I got but, some friends who are really like, into that. Like, are they hipsters? Nah, not really. <laughs> Just, like, Phil Lowry, like, he's a club member. Like, he'll yeah. go there and, like... Oh, it was fun it, going. Oh, they're super fun to go. It's like, I just can't get into soccer. I just can't. Yeah. I've tried. Yeah. It's just, I can't... Fucking 90 minutes and it ends 0-0. Zero, zero. It's like, God damn it. <laughs> like, yeah. Like, yeah, baseball can feel that way sometimes, too, though, where it, you go inning after inning after oh, the, inning. With the no regular points. season, sure. Yeah. Well, even like but, but, Royals games at the end, like. But the, they had ends. Yeah, they did. They fucking they had a winner and a loser. Yeah, but like but like game one, it, for instance, fourteen innings. So that's Fair like enough. five innings straight of nobody scoring. Fair enough. So. But but that was the World Series, so that's different. So maybe <laughs> so the stakes need to be higher. Because yeah, every goddamn pitcher fucking because like shit can go wrong like that. Uh huh. You know, fucking soccer. Like, they kick it down the field, and it's just like, oh, that was a good kick down the field. <laughs> it's like, how do you know that? I don't know. There's a lot of, a lot of coordination. They didn't know? even they get to... to the goal. Like, yeah. but that was a good time. Good effort. Yeah, it's like, <laughs> son of a bitch. You get a plus on your report card <laughs> like, forever. All my friends that, like, played soccer, they'd be like, oh, that was a good take. And, like, they mm-hmm. didn't even get near the goal. I'm like, how, what are you basing that on? I don't mm-hmm. know. They didn't even get the shot on the goal. Yeah. Like they're just like, oh, that was a good take. Yeah. If I were more into sports in general, I I think like I understand where it's just like in the moment being like that that was a good display of skill. Well done, sir. <laughs> but, but I just you know like in general, it's it for I me mean, it's more about the story. Like it's more about because I'm following think, something like the Royals where they have sucked for so many years, finally like coming back and doing it. T- to the World Series two years in a row, mm-hmm. like it, people saying that they were a fluke, it's like, well, no, yeah. <laughs> you cannot say that anymore. Can't it would it. be impossible. They they not only made it two years in a row, but they won four out of five games that they played in the series. Like you don't do that by accident. You right. don't, Mister Magoo, your way through the entire fucking series. Right. And, oh yeah. No shit. <laughs> like, because I mean, okay, maybe last year you'd have. A, I mean, we just got hot at the right time. Whatever. But I mean, we but were we only almost, we were only three hundred sixty feet away from winning it. Yeah, and we brought it to we brought a game seven of the World Series that year too. Like that was a close series. We were a good team. We were just a better team this year, mm-hmm. and we won. Because Ben's over. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So I don't know anything else you want to talk about about the Royals or uh, that. No. Yeah, <laughs> pretty much covers it. I think it was a fun year. Fun <laughs> year for all that. Speaking of Kansas and Missouri. <laughs> yeah. That was an awful segue. Yeah, I don't know how that's segueing in. I was uh, trying to be like, Republicans are crazy. <laughs> Speaking of Kansas, uh, Brownback <laughs> is a terrible person. And there was a debate with his party on this week. But we did want to talk a little bit about the uh, Republican debates uh, because we just watched an hour of it. And that would seem like a waste of time <laughs> if we weren't going which to it, talk about which it. Which it so was, even oh, though we're totally. going to talk about it. It, it was... Man, that was a rough debate to watch. Like, like don't get me wrong. Like, all debates are stupid to a degree, or at least, you know, presidential debates, because it's everybody talking around inconvenient questions, and then, like, 
just bringing up bullshit and like talking in generalities. Just basic hoorah America, fucking. Especially this statements. one, yeah. But yeah, like this this seemed worse in a lot of ways. Where and especially it seemed so they were so antagonistic towards the people asking questions and like trying to make it sound like they're just asking bad questions. But most of the time, they weren't bad questions. They were asking things based on actual <laughs> data and facts that they had researched that count- contradicted what the candidate or had like, said. What, and then Cruz was just like, oh, Trump is this and Trump is that. That's what they just said. <laughs> yeah. No, there was a question, but you guys just didn't answer it. Yeah, I would like to know. Like, I, I don't think there's any uh, statistic for this online, but it would be interesting to see how many questions asked in the debate were actually answered <laughs> by the candidate. Because almost every one, it seemed, they skirt, changed the issue and then started bitching about, like, entitlements or, you know, like, right. how the government's throwing all this money away, and uh, so we're going to cut taxes by $10 trillion, <laughs> like Trump suggested, claiming he could balance the budget with that, which is nuts. <laughs> and then you've got Carson saying that, you know, you could do 10%... Uh, oh, 15. Well, 15. Yeah, now 15. 15% <laughs> tax rate for every single person in America, regardless of what they make. Like, and we talked a bit about this beforehand. Yeah. Like, to me, the whole flat tax thing is nonsense. Yeah. And I don't even see, I don't even see the benefit for it mm. or why you would do that right. other than it's easy for stupid people to understand. Fair enough. Like, there's no... Fair enough. Uh, like, like, uh, like, I, don't get me wrong, like, the tax bracket system's not perfect either. Yeah. Because it, then you have, like, these cutoff points where mm-hmm. if you make slightly more than someone else, you're paying significantly more right. taxes. And that's stupid, too. Right. Like, if they could figure out some kind of algorithm for what makes sense based on income and, like, how, how much you can survive off of and, you know, still make it fair and make it feel like if you're making more money, you're not getting totally screwed. Right. That would be awesome, but, I mean, that's kind of hard. Right. <laughs> I don't have the solution for that, but I know it's not 15% flat tax rate, like Ben Carson <laughs> says, that all, you know, like any economist will tell you is moronic. It doesn't make any sense. Uh, one thing we did do for this, uh, we pulled up... <laughs> Uh, PolitiFact for yeah. every single candidate to, uh, you know, fact check some of the things that they said. So let, let's see on Ben Carson uh, saying that his tax plan wouldn't leave the government with a $1.1 trillion tax hole. Uh, they say that's v- profoundly false. <laughs> Using his own math, there's a hole. So <laughs> let, let's look at this a little more in depth. Uh, oh, I, I didn't know he was a Seventh-day Adventist. <laughs> Uh, let's see. You have to cover, cut the government by about 40% to make it work with a $1.1 trillion hole. He says, it's not true. Quick, who was one of, she was one of the ones they argued with the most, but who consistently had actual, like, facts to back it up. Was she, she, she was the woman. She the was middle. the blonde woman yeah. uh, asking questions, yeah. She says, it is true. I looked at the numbers. He says, when we put all the facts down, you'll see, be able to see that it's not true. It works out very well. Uh, so true or not, let's see, the plan. Carson's campaign website calls for wholesale tax reform and, quote, to end the IRS as we know it, end quote, but includes almost no specifics. This makes a quick and Carson argument really quite pointless since there aren't enough details to properly model. Uh, when, when Dr. Carson releases enough details of the plan, will model well on an apples-to-apples basis as other plans. So 
a quick math, uh, let's see. Uh, the U.S. is expected to collect $3.2 trillion in revenue in 2015, while government spending will reach $3.7 million, according to the Congressional Budget Office. So we do have a significant deficit. Uh, quick, likely got our numbers by applying tar- Carson's 15% tax rate to the total personal income and total corporate income. That would generate about $2.6 trillion in revenue. Uh, so Carson's plan falls 0.6 trillion short of anticipated <laughs> revenue and 1.1 oh, you know, no trillion short of spending. To break even, you would have to reduce spending by about 30 percent annually, not as Quick said, 40 percent. So yeah, uh, it, it's it's pretty significantly wrong. Uh, it you would have to just cut everything by so much to make it even remotely possible. Which is probably what he wants to do. Uh, Donald Trump had, again, a similar thing with his yeah. whole... Uh, yeah, he didn't even have a percent. I just... No, he just said... He just throws out a random You'd number. cut taxes $10 trillion. And uh, he wants to cut taxes $10 trillion. He wants to... Uh, he, he doesn't really mention how he's going to cut government spending <laughs> to do that. And meanwhile, he wants to build a thousand-mile wall at Mexico to keep <laughs> immigrants yeah, he, out. But Mexico's paying for boom, it. Mexico that's how you cut it. And he's, he's saying like he just convinced them to do it. Like he doesn't, he doesn't say how. He's just like, I know how to do this. Trust me. I'll go to Mexico, talk to those guys. And oh yeah, fine. yeah. Because the Latino communi- community in America is so much on his side that I'm sure the Latino community right. in Mexico will be even so much more enthused. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> insane. Uh, so, another, there are a few people in this one I didn't know that well. Oh, you're looking at, yeah. on Politic Fact, there's one, uh, Donald Trump saying, quote, I never said that Marco Rubio was Mark Zuckerberg's personal senator, and he literally says it on his own website's <laughs> positions. This is the heading of Donald Trump's webpage on which he called Marco Rubio Mark Zuckerberg's <laughs> personal senator. Yeah. Yeah. So, that's kind of hilarious, but... He, it's no news that Donald Trump is full of shit. Yeah. Everybody should Hell, know Hell, he got now. five mostly true. That's more that, than I thought he would. Good on ya. <laughs> so, yeah, like, uh, PolitiFact, on their fact-checking for different people, they have, they list how many facts that they've checked. So Trump has five mostly true. Those are probably things like George W. Bush was president during 9-11. <laughs> yeah. uh, Ten half-truths. Seven mostly false, 29 false, and 11 pants on fire, as they call it, where it's just <laughs> so completely wrong Ridiculous. that it, they, uh, it doesn't even qualify as false. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, I, didn't, I, I knew most of these people from past debates. Like, I, Ted Cruz, I've hated forever. Oh, Mike Huckabee, I think, is full of shit. Like, yeah. I think he's, he comes off like a nice guy. I don't know guy, if Mike Huckabee is full of shit or a crazy person. Yeah. Because there's, those are the two people that fucking, you know, the Republicans are throwing at us right now is either crazy as shit or fucking just a liar. Like yeah. Blatantly liar. <laughs> yeah, that's. See, because he has eight that are true. Yeah, <laughs> on here. So, Going by this, it's like he's less of a liar than some of them. Because every once in a while, he will say stuff that is true. Yeah, he, I, th- I think he's just a crazy person. Yeah, I'm he's, trying to think of what he's... He, more closer to the Santorum than, you know, the fucking Rick Perry. You know what I mean? Yeah. Because Rick Santorum, like, yo, I believe all he thinks is true. <laughs> you be- or you believe he thinks it's true? Yes. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, so that's what I meant to say. I believe <laughs> yeah. he 100% thinks he's the most honest person on the planet. Yeah. 
Because he's very fucking confident. crazy. Yeah, yeah. A lot of crazy confidence. I, like, I, w- I watched his bad lip reading when it first came out. <laughs> and I was he like... still believed he believed I No, no, I thought... I thought it was just him talking. <laughs> you didn't know. Like, what? I had no idea what bad lip reading was. <laughs> <laughs> I just thought it was him like, talking. Oh, yeah, it's just saying crazy shit. Yeah. As usual. Oh, okay. This is ridiculous. <laughs> and, then, and then somebody, like, told me, like, two days later it's what like, a no, bad no, lip reading was. I, had, I was like, that was a joke? I had no idea. Some of those are very funny, by the way. Yes. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Check them out online. Uh yeah, so so Ted Cruz was always full of shit, I think. But yeah, even like the little things he says, uh, I'd look at and be like, that actually doesn't make doesn't sound right. And like look at these, most of those were true, or I was right. They were completely bullshit. Yeah. Like under Barack Obama and the big government economy, the median wage for women has dropped seven hundred thirty three dollars. That's just not true. It rose under him. And uh, what was it that? Um, oh God, a similar statistic that. Uh, Carly Fiorni. Oh, said, she said. Uh, yeah, ninety-two percent of the jobs lost during Barack Obama's first term belonged to women, and that was also horseshit. And it was also talking about a period of time in which he hadn't really enacted many, like new <laughs> bills. It was mostly based on the George W. Bush economy. Right. So, like, actually, it shows that women gained jobs during that time, uh, even though jobs were still kind of falling. I think at at the moment. Mm-hmm. But. Yeah, she came up. She came across really bad to me. Yeah, I, like some of the things, she like she's she had one story she was talking about where she was railing against big government, right? Oh yeah. yeah so yeah. so she's talking about how government's gotten too big, and that's a problem because it means that corporations have to be bigger to compete with the government, so that they're merging to compete with the government, and now instead of like ten. Mid-sized banks are like, you know, six or so, like huge banks, so that the solution is that government should get small. Right. Which, in all fairness, (laughs) isn't that your precious capitalism you keep talking about? Right. It's like, it's all about the free market growing to... (laughs) She's suggesting that somehow government being big is a problem when the, the fact that we don't have any way to stop companies from getting that big and influencing government is the real problem. Right. But, you know, to suggest that then would be like, well, that that's growing government. It's like, no, it's but it's creating, like, balances. It's, it's checking these people's power <laughs> so that they can't just control the whole fucking thing. By making government smaller than the already enormous corporations that already have all this corporate influence over government, right. then have you... Even less trouble, like, just knocking it over. It's just incredible. <laughs> but, uh, I don't know, who, who do you feel came off best in what we watched? Best? Yeah, I, that's, I, it's a tough question. That's why I wanted to ask. I mean, uh, shit. I mean, just by, I guess, I guess process of elimination, the guy from Ohio. Yeah, John Cossett. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> uh, he, I agree. Like, I... I, we we really watched the first hour of this, and, and like, like I think the whole debate was about the economy primarily, mostly, yeah. or at least I I believe Most, so. It because was taxes at the beginning, and, yeah, and the deficits, so, right? Yeah, I mean, yeah. The budget, the yeah, economy, yeah, yeah, pretty much. And he was the only one who seemed to understand how any of that worked, right? And it, like he he kept pushing the success of Ohio and. Uh, it, you know, Trump tried to call him out on that by saying, well, Ohio, the reason that it's doing so well is because of fracking. But apparently even 
or at least according to this site, because I was like, all right, well, that might be a good point that, you know, mm. he might be attributing his success to kind of chance or, you know, the fact that they've managed to come into a lot of oil recently. Mm-hmm. And, uh, but yeah, according to this, that was not true at all. And not even the drillers back his claims. <laughs> so, so I don't, probably not. And I don't, I still haven't looked up exactly how involved he was with Lehman Brothers because that's another thing Trump, yeah. Trump claimed. And he said, no, I wasn't well, a board he member. he kind of admitted it a little bit. He said he was like a banker or something. Yeah. He said he was some investment banker. Or something. Yeah. He said he was not a CEO. Right. So, eh, like that's, right. that's a little shitty. But, but like at least he seemed to understand how all that worked. And it wasn't just like, let's cut every program. <laughs> Or while also cutting taxes, it's like, no, we have to figure out a way to, like, we have to raise taxes and cut programs or really reach the middle in any serious way. Right. Which is right. Uh, At least on the economy, like, he seemed to kind of know what he was talking about. You can't build a little guy up by Oh, oh, that's the, he, so this is also looking at things on PolitiFact, uh, John Cassick quoting Lincoln, and it's not a Lincoln quote, but <laughs> people do that all the time on the internet. You cannot build a little guy by tearing a big guy down, was what he said, Abe Lincoln said, but it was actually a minister who wrote that after, 50 years after Lincoln was dead. <laughs> Either way, you know, maybe he agrees with that phrase. <laughs> Fair enough. You know, in all fairness, he could have just, I mean, that could have been a mistake. Mm-hmm. It's probably not. He probably used it just to be little Abraham Lincoln said. Yeah. But whatever. So really, the only person we haven't talked much on here is Jeb Bush. Because who gives a shit about Jeb Bush but anymore? He's like he's still like he seems most even though like he's being beaten by Carson and Trump. Like I can't imagine that either of them would really be the presidential nominee. Maybe, maybe, like, the Republican Party could be that far off the rails right. that those guys are their leading people, but, oh, and if Christ, it is, they, they had, did it to themselves. Yeah, they had, Paul, I mean, they have Paul Ryan as the Speaker of the House now, or they're trying, yeah. uh, did that officially go through? Yeah, I'm pretty sure. because okay, he's a fucking crazy person. Yeah. Yeah. So, I don't so. know, like, Jeb Bush, I don't, I'm not a fan of either, but he is, he's at least not... Uh, Marco Rubio, Donald Trump, Ben Carson, Ted Cruz, uh, and Carly uh, Fiorin, uh, Fiorina, or, or Mike Huckabee. Like, all those, I think, are worse than Jeb Bush. Good God. Yeah. Also, uh, while we're on topic of the Bushes, we want to talk about a little uh, thing that came out recently, I guess, in a new uh, biography. Uh, I guess a new George H.W. Bush Biography mm-hmm. where he kind of talked a little bit about Cheney and uh, and about Being Donald Trumpsville. Well, uh, the words he used were iron ass, <laughs> or the, so not the devil, but you know, uh, there are a lot of quotes in this iron article. Ass. Yeah, like <laughs> so, you know what? I, I gotta hand it to him, good word choice. Yeah, it, it sounds like an Avenger, not yeah, <laughs> the worst superhero ever. <laughs> It's like, ah, no, the enemy forces are too much. Hold on, everybody. <laughs> Just, like, turns around and his ass protects them while they, uh, while they regroup. <laughs> but, yeah, I guess it's a John Meacham biography, uh, Destiny in Power, the American Odyssey of George Herbert Walker Bush. Uh... What he said about Cheney was, I don't know, he just became very hardline and very different from the Dick Cheney I knew and worked with. <laughs> the reaction to 9-11, what to do with, about the Middle East, he, just iron ass. His seem, 
seeming knuckling under uh, to the uh, real hard-charging guys you want to fight about everything, use force to get our way in Millie's. That's a terrible sentence. <laughs> um, I don't know. I don't like what he did. and Or, oh, he says about Rumsfeld. He really wasn't a Rumsfeld fan. He says, I, I don't like what he did, and I think it hurt the presidency. I've never been that close to him anyway. There's a lack of humility, a lack of seeing what the other guy thinks. He's more kick-ass and take names, take numbers. I think he paid a price for that. Rumsfeld was an arrogant fellow. So, uh, you know, it says of W, he's my son, he did his best, and I'm for him. It's that simple an equation. Aww. Right. And, like, that's really what it always comes down to on Bush. Like, it's just like, well, I like the guy. Right. I think he tried real hard. Oh, and, well, uh, give him a participation award. Right. Like, like we're, again, talking a little earlier about how, like, for me, how you judge a presidency is, like, what is the state of the country while they're leaving office versus when they entered office? And with George w, George W. Bush, there wasn't a single thing Dude, that was, was better was when he tank. left office. <laughs> like, it was a titanic. The economy presence. was awful. Uh, foreign affairs were all fucked because we'd started all these wars. We hadn't caught, like, the guy who attacked us. We suffered through 9-11 in the first place. Like, there were all these negatives, and, and the job market was dead. Uh, yeah, banks were... <laughs> like there wasn't anything good the country was in and then like things still aren't amazing but they're all i don't think there's a single area where they're things better are better than they were every single area yeah. things are better at this point than they were in 2000 yeah. uh yeah 2008 so i don't know not not to say obama was a perfect president but like compared compared to bush it's like not a good record so it's funny when everybody's just like, well, you know, he's a good old boy, though. Or okay. or, or they blame it on Cheney. Like, well, you know, okay. maybe the president of the United States could have done something about that. <laughs> it's not like the president of the United States listens to the vice president and then they vote on it. <laughs> like, he can kind of usurp He can tell the vice president to just go and tour for publicity if he wants to. The <laughs> vice president has no real power aside from whatever is assigned to them. So, yeah, it, it ridiculous. it's a ridiculous argument either way, like to claim that Rumsfeld or uh, Cheney ruined everything when Bush could have replaced them. Right. But, I mean, they were definitely more toxic, I think, yeah. than Bush, but yeah. Bush would just... He was. He didn't do anything or yeah. know anything. Oh yeah, that's he just true. let people do whatever. Right. And yeah, they're a terrible administration. <laughs> yeah. But anyway, I mean, I kind of have some because I've been saying this for years that I think Bush just he was too stupid. Mm-hmm. He was he too just dumb. Wasn't the kind of guy who was supposed to be president. Yeah, he's a fucking he's a fucking idiot. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I'm sure, he's a nice guy. Sure, I'm sure, he's a fun guy to get a beer with. Yeah, not. Somebody you should have been I mean, and let's face it, like, like, this administration fucked us in the face. Yeah. Like, you think, uh, unless, maybe that was his role, was just to play the dumb guy while fucking Cheney. Well, it's, yeah, it's like when they call him a puppet president and stuff. Like, he was the figurehead of the administration that really ran things. Yeah. Yeah, and, you know, to be fair to him, that's probably all he ever really wanted of it. Like, he didn't really (laughs) want to... Figure it all out. He, he was too busy. He wanted busy. to go on vacation and golf a lot. He was too busy, you know, drinking Coors Light and doing cocaine. <laughs> and that was a uh, that was more of the when was that like the eighties? Oh, you know, he's still doing cocaine. <laughs> I don't know, man. He'd be partying pretty hard at this point if he's still. <laughs> Come on, 
That guy was half a retard. Like, just to get out a word, he probably had to do a bump. I mean, Clinton was getting blowjobs. Bush was doing bumps. Yeah. <laughs> let's be, let's be a, honest. It's a coping mechanism. Yeah. You, know, you gotta on. have something. Come on. What, my, Obama doesn't burn a little weed? Give me a fucking break. <laughs> Man, I hope so. I hope so, too. He's got, like, a stoner's walk. He's just... Speak, speaking of all this, do you want to talk a little bit about, like, uh, this uh, with Bernie Sanders apparently trying to sign a bill or a federal bill that would legalize marijuana? Yeah. Uh, do you hear anything about that? Legalize, or I know he's or, talking about taking it, off, maybe. Yeah, yeah. Uh, taking it off the federal list. Right. Because for some reason, marijuana is as dangerous as heroin. Right. I They're don't, and the same way. But cocaine is a schedule, too. Yeah. Oh, so the <laughs> so cocaine is, is less, less dangerous than marijuana. That's amazing. And um, so, which okay, is fantastic. He filed a Senate bill Wednesday that would allow states to decide whether to legalize recreational use of marijuana and decriminalize the drug at the federal level. It's a sign the Democratic presidential candidate is willing to stake out a clear contrast on the issue with frontrunner Hillary Clinton. And, like, good on him because of the Democratic debate. That was not his stance. Mm-hmm. He was much less committal on marijuana. Mm. He, uh, it came up, and they asked him about, you know, the state states voting on it. I think it, I think it was Ohio, right? Yeah, 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 where, yeah. And, and asking, like, well, what would you vote on there? He's like, you know, I, I guess I'd vote to decriminalize it or to legalize it. But he's like, I, you know, I still don't know that much about it. I, mm-hmm. I don't know. Like, he didn't really want to take a stance. Mm-hmm. So now he's... He probably Which realized is, that with his base, yeah. that's just another way to get people on board. Which is weird, just because he's always been pretty outspoken anyway. Yeah. So. He's more of a politician than I think people <laughs> right. realize. Like, right. he's he's still thinking about... It. Like, and there are certain, certain policies that he now says he had nothing to do with, that he kind of mm. did, or, <laughs> like... Uh, especially with the banks, I think. Uh, I don't know. You like, gotta be a little crooked to win. Yeah, but, like, he's he's also been on the right side of a lot of major issues, like, way, way before. Sure. <laughs> or a lot of social issues that he was ahead of his time on, so. I don't know. I, I'm still worried about a race between him and someone like Trump or uh, right. Carson. Like, yeah. he, then everybody... Because, like, so many people were cheering at those idiotic comments at the Republican debate about the Bolsheviks and the Mensheviks and <laughs> the, the, the Democrats just want to make it so th- who said that, that the Demo- Ted, Cruz. Ted Cruz saying the Democrats want to make it so that you your taxes are 90% of your income oh, oh no that was uh, who was that was that Ted Cruz I don't know if that was Cruz that might have been Huckabee no that not. was fucking uh, Christie Oh right, that I'm you're right. Sure that was Christy. Christy is an idiot. Yeah. <laughs> like, like I already knew that guy was kind of an idiot. But after this debate, Jesus. <laughs> yeah, ninety percent of your income would go to taxes with the Democrats, according to him, uh, so that everything would be funded, which is just it doesn't even make sense. Right? Like we don't like I don't think Democrats don't want a no economy. Yeah, because that's what would happen if you had a night. There would be no economy left. Well, and, and not a single one of these people, like, talked about cutting things like military spending. Yeah. Which, uh, of at least, like, I did a little bit of research on this while we were watching, because I want to know. Uh, the percentage of the discretionary budget that military spending takes up is, like, 54%. 54. So, yeah, over half of discretionary. But what 
that doesn't tell you is uh, it, it doesn't tell you how it compares to stuff like Medicare, Medicaid, or like welfare programs and things yeah. because those actually do take up quite a bit of the overall budget. It's just that those are considered mandatory budgetary items. Mm-hmm. So it, it, it's it just depends on how you split it. Like if you right. look at it that way, military is seventeen percent, and then it, uh, I think both health and um, and like uh, yeah, like welfare and other programs like those are kind of separated down the middle mm-hmm. and they're about like 23 percent each so they're a pretty big part True. of the budget is uh, entitlements that do help people yeah <laughs> but you know then you look at like military spending and budgets and how they have to like sp- spend more money than they actually need to spend so that they keep getting the same budgets every year and how we're like stockpiling tanks and shit right. it's like well that seems like a pretty significant part of the budget that you could like lower uh, you could raise taxes, lower some of that, so you figure have... out a different way or better ways to get people off of, like, welfare and unemployment right. and stuff. And, yeah, right. I don't know. There are better ways than to just be like, well, let's, let's just cut all this stuff. Right. There was also a really confused, like, people were kind of weird about Social Security at the debate. Because a lot of them were, like, really pushing Social Security and how important it is. But then also being like, well, we just have to diminish it for, you know, slowly for different generations. So basically right. saying, like, we would be screwed. Right. And, so but, but it's important people, to the old people. Old people vote for us. Right. Young people vote for Bernie Sanders. Right. So like, we don't give don't a matter. shit about them. <laughs> they can figure out their own way. Uh, but, you know, the the older people, we want to make sure that they're covered. <laughs> and it's it's dumb. Because all then older voters can be like, oh, by the time that you know, the twenty somethings are uh, older, then everything will be all right. Like they'll be getting great jobs and uh, <laughs> yeah, because it's working so well right now. Yeah, that's great. Uh-huh. We're the American dream. <laughs> <laughs> yep, this is the first generation in a while. They said that's uh, going to be poorer than the generation above, right? Like yeah, yeah, doing great. Yay! <laughs> But, Way to uh, go. Yep. Anyway, I don't know if there's much more on that debate I want to no, talk about. It just kind of frustrates you, me. Right. Did uh, you want to talk about Jeb Bush real quick? So we went on that little Yeah, well, I mean, we talked a little bit about it, but I don't know if there's... Well, was there something? Because, like, you clicked on the PolitiFact. Oh. And then uh, <laughs> and then we kind of got on a weird tangent. Nah, that's all right. Okay. That's okay. okay. Uh, don't worry know. about it. For sure. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's how you end a podcast with <laughs> uncertainty and total what the hell. It's appropriate for the Republican <laughs> debate. Yeah. <laughs> <So>. <laughs> God. Oh, dude. And it's so, I don't know if you've been back to Kansas, man, but I've talked to, like, I've talked to some people who fucking literally think. Donald Trump is a goddamn good candidate. Yeah, Facebook is always depressing. It's terrifying me. Yeah. Like, I actually thought, I was like, what makes you think that? Oh, because he's a straight shooter. No, he isn't. He's an <laughs> asshole who makes you, sa- makes it, sa- yeah. like, who's confident in his asshole. Yeah, he's full of shit. He is a, he's a straight shooter in that he'll just pour whatever out that yeah. he wants to, but, like, that's not a good trait necessarily. Dude, and it's weird, because, like, every, this is the question I, first question I ask him all the time. It's like, so do you trust, like, corporate people and, like, banks and shit like that? It's like, no. No. Do you know what Donald Trump is? <laughs> he represents everything you hate. But, you know, he said, like, he's going to use that information of how you could corrupt government to make sure that his government's not Sure. Corrupted. Yeah. 
That's what he's going to do. It's going to go great. Because Donald Trump is all about honesty, integrity, integrity. compassion. <laughs> yep. Just, he's a compassionate conservative. <laughs> but, uh... That's an oxymoron, just like that was, good Christian wasn't that, George, wasn't that George W. Bush's uh, campaign thing? He was a compassionate conservative. I'm going to look this up. I'm fairly sure that's what yeah, it was. Yeah, that sounds kind of, I don't remember, that sounds kind of right. I'm not 100% sure, but... The term itself is often credited to his U.S. historian and politician, uh, Doug Weed, who uses the title of the speech in 1979. President. Compassionate, yeah, George W. Bush is the one who mm. popularized the phrase in 2000. <laughs> I remember that. Uh, yeah. <laughs> somehow. Sure. I, <laughs> despite being 15 years ago. I got it. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, I think that, that's... Oh, Jeb Bush's fucking slogan's amazing. What, which one? <laughs> Jeb can fix it. <laughs> it's most definitely taken from like a fucking like English character it's... who ended up being like a patter ass or something. <laughs> I gotta tell you, it's a great slogan look, for for a plumber. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, look it up. I forget who it is, but it's like the funniest thing ever. Oh, who would he take it from? Still his campaign slogan. All right, let, let's read this. I don't we know. are really I was, flying I th- by the seat of our I pants he was, this week. I thought he was a fucking English dude, but maybe I was wrong. Because I heard like the guy he stole it from. Was like just yeah, the Jeb worst can... worst person ever. Like he was like a sex offender, all kinds of shit like that. <laughs> yeah, so people joking about it on Twitter. Uh, now things are getting worse. As a former city council candidate from Texas is claiming that Jeb Bush uh, stole this slogan and bought the website Jeb Can Fix It to make his case. Jimmy Flanagan, who ran for office in Austin t- in 2014, used the slogan "Flanagan Can Fix It." He told Politico that he doesn't support any of the Republicans and that he almost feels bad for Jeb's floundering campaign. Jeb and his campaign staff are likely kicking themselves that they didn't register the domain, which would seem to be a standard practice for a 21st century campaign. Go back, because I'm that one who I was thinking of. I forget where I saw it. <laughs> it's fucking hilarious. Maybe it's just such a lame, generic campaign slogan that, like, all sorts of people have used it. Right, maybe. But no, there was, like, an actual guy named Jeb. Yeah. The, I think that was probably the guy. Uh, Jimmy Flanagan. Yeah, Flanagan. Damn it. Maybe I heard wrong. <laughs> Either way, kind of ridiculous. Yeah. So uh, next week, we're talking, I don't know, you want to do the James Bond thing? Sure. I, Jason has never seen Casino Royale. I've or never Skyfall. Seen any of the Daniel Craigs. Oh man. Not a big I'm not a big James Bond. That's okay. Because okay. Casino Royale's great. Like, that's what people said about Star Trek too, and I was just like, eh. Yeah, you know, and Star Trek's that's I like Star Trek JJ Abrams Star Trek, but this is this is much less characteristic of a Bond movie. Or okay. Casino Royale is. Okay. Uh, it, like and now having watched every Bond movie <laughs> through my Good set, Lord. I can say that Casino Royale Isn't is a the, one of a kind, totally different. Is it the same goddamn movie ever? Yeah, almost all of them. <laughs> <laughs> Some are somehow better than others, but almost all of them. Uh, but Casino Royale is different. It's great. Skyfall is also great, but we'll watch Casino Royale next week. Okay. Uh, thanks for listening. Yay.